It's the AA show, another Arabia for November 23rd, 2022. How's it going? How goes it? Yeah, you guys, you guys watching the World Cup yet? Nah, Fuck that. I mean, there's so many corrupt people, there's so many corruption everywhere. But you know, the Qatar one is just so blatant that I will never forget from what is it, 2014 when the fucking games were announced? And to be frank, if this is really off season and then like everybody's getting hurt, nah, I'm just not interested. I'll watch the Canada games, but I'm not gonna give you a unique view that no one has mentioned before. You know, corruption, you know, lack of infrastructure, human rights. It just, it just, I like how the FIFA president goes, you know, today I'm Qatari, tomorrow I am gay. And I'm like doing all this shit, the double standard with you. But it's like the ultimate whataboutism to the next level. Awfully, awfully self-unaware. While at the same time, I understand why he's sticking up for it. But I think the better answer would have been silence. Rather than, oh, we're going to make you wear a no discrimination armband instead of a one love band. That's like a thing that came up because they're going to yellow card every captain who or anyone that wears the, uh, what was it, the one love armband i think five countries like netherlands england and a few teams are gonna wear but instead the fifa is gonna allow people to wear no discrimination starting in the quarterfinals for some reason so this means that qatar is gonna make it right (laughs) well they fucking got destroyed on their first game which i'm a little shocked that it's like this is gonna be i'm hoping that this is the worst host in south africa getting it but South Africa, con- contrary to the other countries and the continent, you just go like, you're not going to, like, you know, outwardly rig this, you know? So South Africa played the level that they I thought they were going to play, and they played. So, you know, and it was a truly a celebration of the global sport. This one, on the other hand, the sport washing to the next level, yada, 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 I don't give a shit, and then all these people... I see the troll accounts on TikTok and everything going like, oh, well, I cannot wait until 2026 when USA, Canada, World, uh, Mexico hosts the World Cup. Talk about the border issues and other human rights issues that America doesn't address. And I'm like, all right, all those motherfuckers that go like, okay, I cannot wait to get talk about the military compound complex and all that. And then like America, world police. Tell me like... It's not apples to apple. Stop trying to have this like false equivalency. What about is in conversation that gets us nowhere. Admit which country out of like all the World Cups that has been held has been most progressive when it comes to policy, society, immigration, and everything. Women's rights, gay rights, LGBTQ rights, trans rights, interracial, multicultural, multi-ethnic. Which culture... Out of all of them, have the most furthest along. That'll be Canada and U.S. and Mexico. Probably Canada and U.S. the most. You know, on the order (laughs) of the fucking latitude at that point, right? So I'm just like, yeah. Alright, I spent way more time talking about the World Cup and then all these fucking troll accounts that I'm sick of arguing or seeing the arguments between two people on. Um, Main thing I want to talk about, which I held off for two weeks, what the fuck happened to... America. Well, 
the surprise happened, which I said if a split Congress occurs at a federal level, uh, I think that's an achievement for the Democrats. And that's a sure thing at this point. And now we're two weeks past the midterms and people completely forgot that we still have a Senate election ongoing and then people are still counting the votes, you know. So, um, you know, people go, oh, it's over. And then like, no, 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 it's not over. The Senate, for example, the United States Senate, yes, yes, it's 50 to 49 right now. And then, you know, Kamala Harris would be a tiebreaker at all times if it gets to 50-50. But that exactly puts us status quo, which means, hey, if any of the uh, so-called moderates go sideways, you know, with the Republicans, you are going to need some wriggling and rambling and all that shit. So I would be like, look. 51 for December 3rd, the runoff election in Georgia. Once again, you know, Raphael Warnock having four elections basically in two years, which is ridiculous at this point. Less than two years if you count the January, February, and uh, the November, January, and then uh, November, December. Well, I guess that was two years. But you get the idea. It's just like it's a ridiculous amount of election that he has to run instead of policying. And yet at the same time, he was able to vote. Uh, you know, some of the big bills in just over a year. So good for him. And then, you know, I, I'm not, it's, there's nothing to say about Herschel Walker other than just these dumbass Republicans just like repubes, just put him out there just because and say, oh, he's our black guy. Come on. And then it's awfully, awfully insulting to black people, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> and then the Republicans, I'm like, dude, what what the fuck? Like, like yeah, yeah, you know? So, anyways, the election, the House count is still not done. Republicans have the majority in the House also at 218. And Kevin McCarthy looks like he's going to be the new Speaker of the House. Nancy Pelosi stepped down as a leader, but not as a House member. Well, we'll see what happens. But, you know, fresh voice is needed, and we go from there. Now, the rest of the states. You know, people forget that there is state Senate and state House government that runs the state business which also matters in things like your driver's license, your state income tax, funding down to your local municipality to the city level, blah, blah, blah. And big surprise in my view that happened was Minnesota and uh, Michigan where it went complete blue. Like in Michigan, you know, not only did they pass the three proposition, prepositions, propositions, including the abortion getting written into the law as a guarantees a right to abortion in the Constitution. Uh, the voter voting rights passed, and then also one other one. Uh, oh, the disclosure and the financial disclosure and term limits in the state government, uh, you know, Senate, and then all those got also got approved. So three, if you want to look at it, a liberal-leaning measures all passed. That and a bunch of House Republicans State House Republicans and State Senate got flipped to blue. And the governor, the women, Gretchen Whitmer, got reelected. Her last term anyway, because Michigan has a term limit of two twice. So for the first time in 40 years since the 1980s, the roaring 80s, when everybody, you know, General Motors and all those fucking companies struggled, uh, the Democratic Party w rules uh, the governor, attorney general, uh, the state senate, the state house, and also the secretary of state, which is fucking trifecta plus to sweep. And I know there's only two years left on this slim majority that they got. 
But I am just surprised in a good way that this state is more could be a little more common sense. I'm not gonna say liberal, common sense. Then I realize. So thank you for the Michigan voters. I cannot whatever. So yeah, so there's that. And then Minnesota had the same thing. And then I was like, oh my God, it's like they had a sweep of bluish at the state level. And New York, on the other hand, got fucking murdered. <laughs> Colorado, I think, had a state house where the Republican lead uh, margin narrowed, which was like, all right. You know, a lot of the state house and state government, you know, in Kango, you know, Republican, you know, and, but then like, hey, if, if, there's an opportunity, there's an opportunity, and then they made it happen. Um, New York, at a federal level, did a terrible job with a house where they got flipped in a bunch of places they didn't expect to get flipped, blah, 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 which contributed to, obviously, you know, Kevin McCarthy becoming the Speaker of the House instead of Nancy Pelosi keeping it. And also, you know, there's some close races that were there, like in the House races all around. Uh, I don't know what happened in Nevada because they're, they're counting as slow as fuck. Yeah, but then the Jerry, you know, the gerrymandering, the redistricting, uh, they were gonna, you know, I think in Michigan they had a nonpartisan way of drawing it, which the conservatives were argued that it did, it did us no favor with the Republican side, rather, you know, to be specific. You could be conservative and not be Republican. I'm just saying. And but in like New York, Nevada, and all these places, like it's still going, but like it's. it's they're, they didn't have a really good time. Illinois, I don't think they had a good time either when it comes to the House Democrats, you know. New Jersey, New York, a lot of people are immigrating out of those states, for, you know, and then everybody went to Florida, and Florida went full red. I was like, oh, my God, is this not a swing state anymore? Uh, not at this point. Not really. No, everything is red. Fucking uh, Ron DeSantis, DeSantimonious, or the future, depending on how you look at him, uh, fucking, like... Curb stomp the fucking Democrat nominee like six to four, three to two, dude. Like sixty, like fifty nine to forty one or some shit, which doesn't seem much, but at the election level, that's a, that fucking domination. That's a three nothing soccer match right there. So you know, and then the rest of the house, Miami, Miami Dade County is becoming red. It's like no, it's like they are sick. Uh, you know, I could see, like, all those Floridians and New Yorkers, you know, flying down there. I could see. But I warned about a lot of this, you know, when I talked about anti-work, anti-woke episode, you know? So, it hasn't changed. So, and then Democrats are going like, oh, my God, like, what are we going to do with the fucking Joe Biden situation coming up? Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden. Uh, I'm at a point and I'm just like, look, again, I'm going to ask this question one more time. Who are you going to replace Joe Biden with? Kamala hasn't been that great. Her popularity went down. She hasn't gotten in front to, you know, talk. And one time she talked when she was in South Korea, she called it North Korea. I was fucking pissed. <laughs> and then you're like, who are you going to run? Like Gavin Newsom is like, uh, you want the white dude running? I'm like, I don't mind Gavin, but like, I can see how people are like, how less progressive this is under the white man running. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. Like, just... Get me capable, electable people. Fuck this, like, you know, broad stroke kind of thing. So who's going to run? Is it going to be the governor of, like, Colorado? I, I don't think so. It's like, is that a white dude? It's like, is Pete Buttigieg? Maybe, but I'm just, like, not sure about Pete, Mayor Pete either. I mean, but then again, you know, 
Trump runs, and it's like he's a sure thing. And I'm like, or DeSantis, it's a sure thing. Two years is a, such a long fucking time at that level, given the amount of coverage that comes in and out. So I'm going to say even like people ruling out Trump, people are like going DeSantis all the way right now. I go, nah, just wait, just wait. Even Joe Biden, I just go, people want to replace him. You got to think about it. I go, right, I get it. But at the same time, you, why are you fixing something that's not broken? You know, I don't think Joe Biden is terrible. He's old, yes. I think Joe Biden needs to get out of his comfort zone on stuff like fucking Hunter Biden bullshit, which is weed. The only reason Joe Biden will not pass weed as like decriminalize weed is because of his fucking bum ass son. You know, bum ass, dumb ass fucking Hunter. You know, he thinks the weed, at a personal level, caused all the wreckage that followed Hunter. But my counter to that is like, yo, like, sometimes a gene is just off. (laughs) What the fuck are you going to (laughs) do? So I I wish Joe Biden, you know, if he wants to get elected and make it a sure thing, uh, maybe he's holding on to this in 2023. Maybe when it gets to 2024. You know, he says he'll decide if he's going to run or not in, like, January 2023. But I'm like, dude, just give him time. Like, what, why, what, if he's not going to run, why don't you wait until 2024? You know, you don't have to groom somebody starting now and call it quits. You want to lame the president right now? Which I don't understand either. I was surprised that Joe Biden said, I'm going to decide if I'm going to run in 2023, January. And I'm like, are you saving this for the State of the Union or some shit? But I'm like, why would you do that? You're going to have a lame duck president who's not going to do shit. You don't want to be in that position either until the absolute last minute, which I think, you know, if he's going to announce that he's not going to run, I think he should do that, at least in front of everybody, in 2024. Not in 2023. Because next two months ain't going to decide who's going to replace Joe Biden. Kamala Harris' popularity ain't going to go up in a heartbeat unless Joe Biden has to have a heart surgery like George W. Bush did and then, like, fucking Dick Cheney stepped in for, like, a few days and, you know, handled the fucking whatever. And Kamala's not going to have that chance the next two months or three months. You know, even in a year. She had two years as a vice president and then, like, she hasn't done anything. So, because of that, I'm assuming that Joe Biden is going to continue to run. But I understand the concern that Joe Biden versus DeSantis, if that is the case, DeSantis is going to win. But then again, I always say you're two years out. DeSantis, as much as like people talk about, oh my God, he's a future and all that, I never understood the exact buy-in point. He's just another Republican governor who seems to be good at mod- whatever, common sense, but not really. He's not charismatic. He's not... He doesn't have a revolutionary idea. He doesn't bring any kind of like doctrine in, which is a problem with like all these motherfuckers. Scott Walker, what was that guy in Minnesota? I forgot his name. You know, uh, Jeb Bush, uh, fucking dumbass from Texas. Uh, what is it, Rick? See, I forgot his name. Rick Perry. You know, if your name, uh, John Huntsman, Utah governor. All of them, none of them brought anything. 
all they had a hot hand on in the very beginning was it's not the established. It's just a different doll. It's just a different thing. It looks just attractive because it's different. But Republicans over and over and over, I always ask, what do you bring to the table? This midterm clearly has shown that they're sick of the denial bullshit. And then like you don't offer any alternative to this woke, liberal, communist bullshit. I'm just speaking like a Republican. It's not a communist. It hasn't gotten to that point. You know, Inflation Reduction Act and all that. They did a moderate job. They did what they did. I think it worked. They passed the bill. And then we'll see the results in a little bit. They got the job done. And Joe Biden should write off of that. So what does DeSantis and all these other motherfuckers bring to the table? Trump, we know what he's going to bring. He's going to make it fucking entertaining. But when I saw his announcement last week, oh, I'm going to run again. And I was like, he's just repeating the same song that I heard, oh, I don't know, already seven years ago, six years ago, four years ago. And then he's definitely older, so he doesn't have the same punching energy that he had even two years ago. (laughs) And I just go like, yeah, if two years you know, took that much steam out of Trump, how much steam is going to be out two years from now? There is still going to be that... Is there a possibility that he's not going to win the nomination? Yes, absolutely. But is it going to be to a point where it's not going to like unify, say, unite the Republican Party? I would say no, because it took seven years to get to this point. It's not going to be healed and be cured in the next two years. Completely. Republicans need to show that they are are the alternative to the Democrats. The last two years, they have not. All they did was, you know, energize the base with your stupid court assignments, with a bunch of people coming out with the abortions and dumbass election denial shit. The House is a Republican, but my advice against them is, please, do not start some dumbass inquiry onto Hunter. Because if you're going to waste the House time like that, just in the next two years when you could lose it again in some of the close places like Marjorie Taylor Greens, New York, New Jersey. I'm sure the Democrats are going to be recharged again for some places in Michigan, Minnesota. You got some battlegrounds to deal with. The red wave didn't come for you. There was no bullshit nonsense in the red wave that was coming. So you cut this Hunter bullshit, cut, cut this denial bullshit, Listen to Rupert Murdoch for once. He let it go for seven years. Seven years is a long enough time. That's like fucking George W. Bush amount of length of like fucking thing they gave, you know, from like two, 2000 to 2007 until Obama got elected. And then saw how like Bush was like indefensible at that point, even economy wise, in the last year of his uh, fucking lame duck presidency. So. Republicans better get it shit together, and then I don't put a shoe in on DeSantis right now. You still got Nikki Haley, bunch of other people, Tulsi Gabbard, I don't fucking know, turns and runs, you know, because she sounds like a fucking Russian already. Gee, I thought I was going to talk about the Democrats, I ended up talking about Republicans. The red wave, that wasn't. But two years, I say to everybody, regardless of the party and platform, is a long fucking time.
So let's sit back and watch this horse shit. See what happens. Anyways, let me know what you think. A-O-L-O.com, A-O-L-O.com, and then, uh, oh, happy American Thanksgiving. Have a safe Black Friday, and then we'll see you back next week. Peace out.